0: Good evening. Good, good evening. And welcome back to the Know Your World Player podcast. I'm your host, J215. Follow your boy on IG. On well, my IG page is my podcast page. Now, listen, quick update. I'm trying to get to 200 subscribers before the playoffs, all right? Well, if not by the playoffs, let's get to 200 subscribers by the end of the playoffs. So let's make this happen, man. I want this council to grow. Um, I definitely also want to talk about a couple of things, but let, let me do my tags real quick. All right. The best way you can listen to this podcast is to go to the uh, podcast page, which is player underscore podcast, all right? Or you can go to anchor.fm backslash KnowYourRolePlayer. Whether you listen to Apple Pod- Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio FM, or many, many more, you will get notifications like the episode you are currently listening to becomes available all right, all right, guys. Welcome back. Today is Tuesday, March 8th. All right, happy March. We're stringing along. The playoffs start next month, guys. And I didn't realize that until um, until a couple of days ago. But as always, I got my guest with me, French. French, say what's up to the people. What's going on, everybody? All right, a couple of news and notes before we jump in and delve in into these topics. Uh, number one, <sighs> We got a lot to get into. All right. So we're gonna get into all our main topics. So let's do, let's do a quick recap of the day. We're gonna talk about the upcoming matchup between the Sixers and the Nets. Oh yeah. Also gonna talk about James Wiseman being cleared to play in two G League games. Yep. Greg Popovich getting the all time coaching wins. And then we're gonna do a little bit of thing. But I wanna lead with something different. And um Obviously, we roast players if a player plays bad, nobody's above criticism, but this is an interesting topic um Russell Westbrook and Russell Westbrook's not, wife have recently come out and saying we're tired of naming shaming our family now let me let me put it in the forefront. I have definitely called LeBron Lebum before. I don't think it means anything, but if he and his family ex to stop being called I, I I'd just stop I'd probably. I'd never, you know, but I'd definitely call LeBron, 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 LeBrick, Westbrook. Yeah. Now let's let's say something different. Um, saying a social media thing and calling somebody a name in person are two different things. Yes, sir. I would never in my life go to a game and harass a player. I listen, if booing a player is one thing, but yo, y'all the fans have to have some type of context. I got calling players outside their names. And again. I've been to games and I don't know how many games you've been to. I've heard some wild stuff oh, absolutely. I've heard I've looked at a guy and said, yo dude, you you lucky because you're never saying this to him if you walk you're never saying this to him if you walk by the street. and what social media is, it gives you this cover of be performing and becoming somebody you're not with some of these people because they're never saying anything. go
1: ahead, man. So all right, there's two ways I want to look at this, right? So there's the journalist. And then there's the fan. And I feel like that's where we have to start to separate. If Westbrook and his wife have an issue with people like Stephen A or Skip Bayless or whoever else.
0: Let's just say Skip Bayless because that's, that's who this yeah, main that's who it, is yeah. going to.
1: So calling him Westbrook, I could see you having an issue with that, right?
0: And that's a fair issue. That's because,
1: yo, he's broadcasting to tens of millions of people every day. And that's like, that's a big thing. But. Westbrook's comments about not having his kids come to the games and all... listen. If the worst thing you're getting called in 2022 in an NBA game is Westbrook, you're doing all right, man. You're doing all right because there's well, been that, players that,
0: cool. that have
1: been called a lot worse and a and lot of un- other things un- said it's to accept- them.
0: Unacceptable.
1: It's absolutely unacceptable. Now, I feel his frustration, but my, I want to caution Russell and say, don't take this further than it actually needs to go. You said how you felt. Your wife said how she felt. You have to give people time to decide whether or not they're going to change their actions, right? But don't make this bigger than it is because what it's going to look like is you trying to get some bail for playing like trash all season. And you, know, you and I both said this about LeBron, and we didn't really talk about it too much with Westbrook because he's from L.A. Certain markets are different. L.A. fans will boo you if you're trash. Right. Philadelphia fans will run you out of the city if you're trash. New York <laughs> Knicks fans, will, well, maybe not now, but back in the day, they were running superstars out of New York City. Their own fans booing people. This isn't new, but I will say, fans have gotten way too comfortable talking trash. Because like you said, you're not saying this to his face. And if you are the type of person that would say it to his face,
0: the moment he puts hands on you, you're so you it. Um, so I'm going to take a little bit of a different turn. If he and his family and his wife and, you know, he says it does bother him, call him Westbrook. I won't see Westbrook again. You know what I'm saying? I've never heard LeBron. I know LeBron uh, hears the criticism, and if he had an issue with him and his family calling him LeBum or LeBrick, I wouldn't do it again because it's not that deep. And I do think uh, it matters because he was saying how his son is so proud of his name, and he went to his um, parent-teacher conference, and I was like, you know, I, I feel him on that. Now, I want to go a little bit further into this issue. So, Skip Bayless is notorious for doing these nickname things, all right? La LeBrick, La those are old. I can't credit Skip for any of them. But I will say that I do think Skip crosses the line on these titles he gives people. One, I got to keep telling people. He's not an – I don't know who told him. Like, he, he gets very comfortable with certain stuff, Yeah, right?
1: he's a football guy too. <laughs> so. Yeah,
0: yeah. He get, just because you looked under Michael Jordan doesn't mean you're a basketball guy. Just because you trained the Michael. Listen, I can go back and give you all some of the worst takes. This dude thought Tyson Channel was a small forward. I can, I can roll Skip for days. Absolutely. But I want to get to a, a history of Skip and calling you out the names and the comfortability of it and what does it stem from. Now, I don't think Skip Bayless is racist. I've never heard Skip Bayless do a racist thing. But Skip Bayless is white. And I want to say this he's white. Sometimes I do think he kind of abuses his white privilege by just getting away with stuff. Now, 2014, Skip Bayless called Chris Bosh. I can get the video. Yep. I'm oh, 99% sure. I'm 99% he called him Mrs. Bosh. Sure did. All right. I'm, I I'm. know. Okay. Because I, I was looking it up and I found a video, but I was like, man, I can't say this if I can't confirm it. You can nope, confirm that you're it. That's
1: right? a 100% fact.
0: Now, this is at a different time. This is about this is around the Miami Heat
1: era, right? This was the Miami Heat era. This is when Chris Bosch was first starting to miss games, and nobody really knew why. And yo, everybody was saying
0: he was calling a man bad that's so not bad. playing well as a woman is disrespectful to men. It, yo, it you he would get he would get destroyed if he did that today,
1: especially because Chris Bosch had career ending injuries,
0: right? And two, <laughs> because a player isn't physical doesn't mean yo, get out of here with that. Number one, so he has a history of crossing the line. I remember he used to call me he said it to his face one time. I'm like yo Chris Boss, you a better man than me because I'm, I'm stealing this old man.
1: Because a lot I'm of times when, when you <laughs> say
0: this stuff oh you've never been hit in the face before. you never actually get to deal with the reper- repercussions of your actions before. And again Skip Bayless and again like I said I don't believe he's racist but I do believe he gets away with a lot of things that, that most other people just aren't getting away with. No uh, I 100% agree
1: Correct. and I would take it even one step further. If you want to look at the last twenty years, of us get career. Who have been his cohort, his co-hosts of these shows, Stephen A. Smith and mm-hmm. Shannon Sharpe, mm-hmm.
0: two unapologetically black individuals. and um. Don't forget, uh, what's the other black dude named Rob the boy that uh, got fired for um seeing Washington McCormick wasn't down with the calls. Oh, oh, oh! I can't it's think Rob of his something. name. It's a baseball
1: guy. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I can't think of it. I can picture it, but I can't think of his name. Um, But my point is, I think part of the problem, too, is that, you know, his black counterparts haven't called him on it when he says it. Mm -hmm. And if people, you know, I don't want to go too deep into history here, but there's a long history of uh, white Americans purposely saying black people's names wrong because... You know, there, you know, there was that whole stereotype black people name their kids these ridiculous things. But then white people took it a step further when purposely, you know, just not call them by their name mm. or calling black women Shaniquas or, mm. you know, calling black guys, you know, LaMarcus or DeAndre, right, like, right, right. even though his name might be Pete, right, you know, and, and it's things like that. It's these little like, uh, you know, uh, Democrats like to use the term microaggressions. It's that little microaggression things that he does where they're not outright racist. Right. Right. But it's like you're you're teetering there, and like you said, it's the white privilege aspect, and it's not mm-hmm. just get Bayless. No, it's the, a lot not. of the fans, and hey, people can call me what they want to call me. A lot of the fans that get kicked out of pro sports games tend to fall in one race. Just throw that out there to people. And if you guys want to call me on it, you can go look up the videos yourself and do the research and, and look at all the people that get kicked out. They all tend to be one race. The players that they tend to verbally
0: attack tend to be a different race. And, and listen, it's, it's like I said, it, nobody's above criticism. And if you play red, I'm going to roast you. But again, if you, if him, like I said, and more it relates to him with his wife and his kids and you know, I understand it. And like I said, I don't, this podcast is growing, right? But if I was Skip Bayless, you have to be, and again, Skip Bayless or Kanye West, when you have a certain following, yo, know, you have to be way more responsible with your, you have to be responsible for his periods. Absolutely. But when you get to that level, no, dog, because then you influence people, right? You do. And again, like I said, just like I said, moving forward. Hey, I'm not going to use the word. I don't know if I even use the word. Like, I've never uh, called him that. Yeah, I don't know if I did. I know I said LaBoum and I did. A... Yeah, I mean, I heard him specifically say that he yeah, um, yeah. that he didn't um, that he didn't like it. But let's let's, let's move on though. Yeah, All right, yeah. so whew, this is the story. James Wiseman is clear to play in two G League games. Now, nice. this is good and this is needed because the Warriors have been fourteen in their last twenty eight games. Now, I still refuse at the panic button because as long as Draymond Green, and again, I heard he will be playing next week. Yes, sir, uh, he's practicing now. So as long as he's good to go, they're good to go. Um, but real quick, back to Wiseman. Um. Kendra Andrews for ESPN reports that he has been cleared for the next stage of his rehab process, which will include two G League stints with the Santa Cruz Warriors, and then he'll probably come back up after that, all right? He's been sidelined since April. It is March, so that's a little bit of a while. But Meniscus have different uh, level of recovery timelines. Um, He suffered a setback in September that required a scope and cleanup. That's what I figured. Meniscus don't usually take that long. Um, He returned to individual workouts in January, including scrimmage, but there's still no set date for his return. Uh, Steve Kirk, and I quote, what I will always keep circling back to is this guy needs reps. He needs a 1,000 reps, and he needs training camp. So let's temper the expectations, but he's excited about his future and get those reps and potential of being a tremendous player. So the Warriors are in an interesting uh, position because I've been thinking about this right now. They're in a position where they want to win now, but they also have a future. Now, as far as Wiseman is, I can't put expectations on Wiseman because he's he hasn't played, man. And again, yeah, zero
1: expectations.
0: I, I and again, I like him. I still believe in his talent, but yo, the NBA, unless you're like a Durant or a Kyrie Irving or a James Harden, where yo, you've been doing this for so long, you can just get back on that court and just figure stuff out, just because you 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 got that much experience, you got the reps, yeah, right. You got your, you got a hundred thousand hours. You got way more than ten thousand hours. He only got ten thousand hours, man. And again. I don't know how much you can expect from him. Again, I think the best thing for him to do would be come off the bench because I think he would be electric coming off the bench against uh, slower players, and they could play faster with a tempo. But back to the Warriors, um, first off, let me, let me ask you this. Do you expect Wiseman to be a part of any of their playoffs? And then the second part is, um, what should the Warriors do as far as their rotation? Because right now, Beacons has been struggling a little bit after the All-Star break. Clay has played better before the All Star break, but I'm not worried about Clay averaging 17 points a game on 37 percent shooting from the three point line. I don't worry about him now. I know defensively Clay hasn't been the same, but I expect it to improve in the coming months. Um, but I did notice that the Lakers were picking him out a little bit on defense, but it's LeBron, so I can't I can't kill him about it. But what did the Warriors do? Because they're in a position to where they got guys like Steph, Clay, Draymond, Iguodala now, but then they got Jordan Poole. And I don't know if you watched the last night's game. Moses Moody hit like six threes. Yep. Um, Wiseman and Kaminga—they have this perfect blend of nail players and future players. So, what do you think Steve Kerr should do? So, I expect Wiseman to come off of the
1: bench. I expect Wiseman to not be much of a contributor in the playoffs. Um, mm. I just, I just don't. You know, I think I, it's I think, just too hard. It's not fair. Yeah, I mean, listen, he may get fifteen minutes in the playoffs right? Because Looney's definitely, you know, going to need some rest. They have, there's some potential weird matchups. Like, I think if they play Denver, they're in trouble down low just because you know, they're going to go Jokic and then bring in Cousins. You know, same with Utah that has Gobert and then, you know, they're going to bring in uh, uh what's the backup center in Utah? Used to be the starter for Miami Heat. Back of the day. White Whiteside. Side. Yeah, Whiteside. So, you know, I think there's some weird matchups there, but in terms of the overall rotation, I think Moses Moody doesn't see a second in the playoffs unless it's a blowout. Um, Steve Kerr just likes Gary Payton. He just does. Listen, and I'm not going to get into whether or not Gary Payton deserves the amount of minutes that he gets because the bottom line is just Steve Kerr likes him.
0: No, uh, I, I don't think he plays him enough. Is yeah. he hurt right now?
1: Yes. Okay. Nothing crazy, just I think it's an ankle sprain. Um, so, I don't, I would be shocked, and this is going to sound crazy to people. I would be shocked if Iguadala gets playoff minutes. I'd be shocked
0: I wouldn't
1: be. I, I, I would be shocked. I don't see how you can play him over Kaminga.
0: I just, I don't. I because don't. I, I think you can play Kaminga at home games, and I think you can play Iguadala on the road just because experience, man. Like,
1: it is experience, and what you might see is actually Iggy playing someone. He might see the biggest thing. I
0: think is the best with the ball in his hands and you give me Steph and Clay off the ball. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then you don't know how to worry about him as a shooter.
1: But I think, you know, between Jordan Poole, between Poole's Payton, get minutes. Poole's de- gotta
0: get minutes, man.
1: I think that the last month of this season is determining who that guard who this, you know, that guard is coming off the bench. Whether it's Poole, Peyton, Lee, uh, Moody. Like, you know, it's not gonna be Moody, but You know, pool Peyton, and Lee, because a lot of people forget about Damian
0: Lee. Yeah, he's not even in the rotation.
1: He's not, but he was one of their most consistent bench players the last couple of seasons.
0: So was Juan Toscano-Anderson, who I think will be a part of the playoff bench.
1: Uh... Well, no, he's definitely, listen, JTA is going to be in the playoffs.
0: Because what Steve Kerr
1: will do, I believe, is he will have some defensive lineups. But again, for the Warriors, it's about matchups. And forget the playoffs for a second. And I'm going to keep telling people this. They have to finish top three. Mm-hmm. They cannot keep losing. You don't want to go the four or five matchup. You just don't. I don't care how good the Warriors are. I don't care how great their players are. How many Hall of Famers? That you don't want to go the four or five matchup in the West.
0: Okay. The um, easiest.
1: I, I, I'm just saying you don't want. My whole thing is I get this about Dallas. I have. I don't like when great teams have to go up against teams. With a great player and a bunch of dudes that can shoot three, absolutely. Because if, anything can happen
0: yeah. in a and series if, like if that. If you believe that your team has the best player, you have a chance to win that series.
1: Absolutely, and you know, on that, in that matchup, depending on if Draymond is healthy or not, if, you know, if Draymond's not fully healthy come playoff time,
0: they're in trouble. So let's pivot with that one and go right into a preview of a playoff matchups. Now, none of these matchups are set in stone. But I do believe that the Heat... Let's start with the Eastern Conference first, right? I do believe that the Heat will wind up up maintaining the one seed. The Sixers basically gave them that game. they are three games up uh, with about, what, 15 to go? Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, So I do believe that. Right now, Milwaukee and Philly is tied for number two, and Chicago is number four. Actually, Chicago and Boston is tied for four with 39 wins. Yep. But uh, Chicago's a half game up. Uh, The Cavaliers, man... And we'll get to them in a second. They're 37 and 27. And then so if we look at seven and 10, which is going to be fun, we got Toronto at number seven at 34 and 30. We got Charlotte at number eight at 32 and 33. We got Brooklyn at number nine at 32 and 33. We got Atlanta at number 10 at 31 and 33. Now, um, and then we got Washington at 11. I don't think the Knicks have a chance. I don't think the Pacers have a chance. And if the Pistons team had this team early in the season, then they would have a chance. But the question is, is there any concern from you about the Brooklyn Nets not making the play-in tournament? No. Don't make the play-in. I've been on record. Again, this thing is – yo, this thing is saving teams. Because let's say it wasn't there, right? Okay. Then you can say, yo, it just – have... Listen. Uh... That uh. Let's start with the bottom half first. Do you think that seven to ten will stay the same? Do you think Washington will get in?
1: I don't think Washington will get in. They just they don't have the players. I don't think.
0: To close the gap. Okay. Um, now, now, as far as the top six, um, I'm gonna give my thing. I think it'll be a Miami. Let's say Philly goes to the three seed. I don't think Philly is going below Chicago because I don't think Chicago can be good teams. So let's say Miami, uh, Milwaukee, Philly number three. I put Boston number four, Chicago five, and Cleveland six. Just because they're up so many games on Toronto. Um, out of all those teams in the top six, I'm worried about the Cavs, number one, and I got to be honest, I'm worried about the Bulls, number two. Now, the Bulls have reinforcements coming, but again, guys have to play and get a rhythm back together. I don't think you can just plug and play guys that aren't superstars. Now, specifically talking about the Cavs, I feel bad for this team. I, the I don't.
1: Nah, They're so
0: far ahead of schedule, I don't feel bad for Yeah, them. but, you know, injuries suck, man. And again, so Jared Allen broke his finger, uh, also has like a hamstring uh, injury, and uh, he's out indefinitely. So that means that the rookie of the year, Evan Mobley,
1: has to start at center.
0: Yep. That's going to be a problem. All right. Actually, he's he's...
1: not going to, they're probably going to start Kevin Love with us.
0: Are they? Because uh, Mark has uh, uh, been starting
1: at the three, so I would assume they would start Kevin Love.
0: Yo, that's another thing.
1: David got away with
0: that this season. That dude, we—he's not a three. he's not a three. He's not a three in any league, man, but <laughs> they got away with it this year. Um, but yeah, the Cavs are my worriest team. Any thoughts on the top six from the East? So I think the team I would be most concerned about is
1: Boston. Really? Um, <laughs> just because, well, in terms of like, if I was another team in the playoffs, in the
0: last 10, plus 5.5 differential. No,
1: yeah, that's what I'm saying. I wouldn't want to play Boston. Okay. Like, if I was a team, that's the biggest thing I have out of the East, is I do not want to play Boston. Um, Because I'm telling you, that Derek White thing really changed their whole dynamic in terms of rotational fits. Yep. But in terms of teams I really worry about not playing, like, I keep saying this. Forget the top six. The Brooklyn Nets are not making the playoffs. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, they can be in the play-in game. All, they're not making – listen, Kyrie right, t- Irving shooting eight for 23, you're not winning a play-in game like that. I don't all care right, what so, KD
0: does. So, 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 hold on. Now, I know you remember this better than me. How does the play-in game tournament work? Is so, it seven? Seven plays eight. Okay. So, right now that would be Toronto versus Charlotte.
1: Yes. The winner of that gets the seventh seed in the playoffs. Okay. Nine plays ten. Okay. The loser of that is out. Okay. And then the 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 loser from seven and eight would play the winner of nine and ten. So if you look at where the nets are, mm-hmm. if they finish nine and they have to play two games.
0: Atlanta's not even easy, easy number one because Trey Young can get hot. And they got the bigs to give uh, and they have guys the that can
1: yeah, and they have guys that can defend. Yeah, like Hunter absolutely. can defend KD. He can't stop him, he can't slow him down, but he can defend him. He can make KD have to work somewhat to get his shots off. You know, and then, you know, the bigger problem to me for the Nets isn't, you know, again, I don't care about Kevin Durant. Kyrie's playing terrible, and this is just, again, this is proof.
0: He played you... bad versus Boston, but he'll be fine. But he's be
1: been good. up and down. My point is he's been up and down since he got back, and it's like you can't just sit out months in professional sports and think you're just that. going to come back and dominate.
0: I agree with that. But I do think he's playing. But, so, again, my thing is, let's say Brooklyn, Durant, and Kyrie goes off they beat Atlanta, right, which they should. I would pick them and beat Atlanta. I don't believe that they can beat Charlotte because you can't play that we're not playing defense. and They're going to beat you at the outscore yeah. you game. Because they don't play defense in Charlotte. They don't play defense. But they want to, you want to play fast? Oh, no problem. We'll play faster. We'll shoot 20 more threes. And Terry Rozier will have seven threes by the end yeah. of the third quarter.
1: Yeah, and the other thing, too, is, just for people to remember this, Steve Nash is a second-year coach who has never had a complete roster to coach. We do not know how good he is at making adjustments or finding the right rotational fits. For better or worse. For better or worse. So what I'm saying is, now that you – when you have Ben Simmons and KD and Kyrie available, okay, I'm not worried about them. My question is, how many minutes does Patty Mills get? How many minutes does Seth Curry get? Does Bruce Brown get minutes? Does, you know, there, there's a lot of questions. How
0: about this? You know, when is Ben
1: Simmons playing? I don't
0: Did know that playoffs he playoffs start next month. I don't know that he is. Now nah, he has to. man. I, I don't know that he is. He I might just he come does. in for the playoffs. He might just. If might he be wasn't, then game. he would just stay home and just say mental health. I'm not doing it this season. And they wouldn't No, because he them. doesn't
1: have mental health issues. He well, had a Philadelphia can't, I can't 76ers I can't issue. can't
0: prove that, so I, I'm not going to say that.
1: Okay, here's where, this is how I know I can prove it. This is how I know I can prove it.
0: You can't prove it because you're not in his head.
1: This was my question. He had mental health issues the entire season, right?
0: He the had off-the-court issues with some mental stuff with his family. That was okay. some real stuff.
1: So Okay, so all season he's dealing with his stuff, whatever. We didn't even talk about him for like two months. We just said, okay, whatever. Ben's doing Ben. Do your thing, get better, whatever. As soon as he's traded to Brooklyn, my man's sitting on benches. He's going old games and away games. And like, what happened? Yeah. He had no – listen, I, I don't – I just don't know that Ben Simmons is the answer to Brooklyn's problems this season. He very well may be next season, but I don't know that he's the answer to their problems this season.
0: Switch over to the Western Conference right now. So, right now, Phoenix is number one at 51 and 13. Memphis is number two. Uh, nobody's catching Phoenix. They're eight games up, but 14 to play. They got the one two. Uh, Memphis is number two. Memphis, Memphis is this the second best record? All right. Is Memphis Miami the top the second best record at 41 and 22. We have to get Job Moran to do right? No. Okay. Now, let me keep going. Uh <laughs> State is number three at uh, 43 and 22. Utah is number four at 42 and 24. Dallas is number five at 40 and 25. We'll talk about close this close to the Early recap of it. Denver is number six at 36 and 29. And again, the fun stuff is the seven to 10 matchup. I gotta get a prop. This is a genius idea about the NBA because it just forces teams to be more competitive. Remember, the Sacramento Kings, the all star team, they become a better team. They are three and ten in their they're three and seven in the last 10 games. What's that? That's the same record as Indiana Pacers. Great trade, guys. Uh, even though De'Aaron Fox is playing well, hey, I said it is a trash trade on both sides. All right. So listen, let's jump into the 7-10 matchup. Minnesota to me is the best team from out of the 7 and 10. And I'm gonna got a hot take. I think the Pelicans are the second best team. All right. All right so, we have Minnesota at 30-7 and 29. Uh the, the Clippers at 34-32. The Lakers at 28 and 30. Yo, that's crazy, man. They're at 28 and 36. You so <laughs> <it> would <laughs> I'm gonna leave it alone. It would not make the playoffs at all, man. <laughs> and the, the New Orleans Hornets at 27 and 37. Now, we both agree that Portland and San Antonio, I love them, have no chance. Right? No shot. No shot. All right. So, New Orleans is the hottest team in the NBA that people don't realize, right? Yep. Um, Brandon Ingram, I'm telling you, I, I, you guys got to watch a game because he's really developing into a passer. He had like zero assists early in the second quarter. And then he finishes the second quarter with like six assists. And um, listen, as a shooter, as a player, he's just really developing. McCullough has been an A-plus trait. It's the perfect thing they needed. He kind of puts everything in position. There's rumors of Zion coming back. There's rumors of Zion. but (laughs) Even if he doesn't, there's still a good team putting out a good product. So, um, again, seven will play eight, right? Yep. I don't buy the Clippers anymore unless Paul George is coming back. Oh yeah, if Paul George comes back, that's a whole new ball. Yeah, but if he doesn't come back, I'm sorry, man. I'm out on the Clippers, man. I, I just I think they've maxed out. I think they did the best they could with the talent they have. And without the upper echelon players in their roster, I think you're asking too much. Um but again, I think Minnesota would beat the Clippers. So then the Lakers will play New Orleans, right? Yep. Yo, I don't think there's no chance the Lakers can beat New Orleans, man zero if, David, if davis if zero davis time.
1: is not playing i don't care if anthony davis is playing
0: Ooh.
1: can can anthony davis guard jonas Valanciunas? no okay and can anthony has anthony davis made threes this year no so which means that jonas doesn't really have to worry about going out there to kind of guard him
0: yeah that, until he that proves it that's going to be tough man to lose to the team that you traded and again i know they won a the championship so obviously they, they completed the goal but to lose to the team that you trade and they traded some of the other pieces too, that's a tough pill to swallow. I don't even think Davis is going to step, come. I'll take it a step. I'll take it a step further. Go ahead, brother. Can
1: Russell Westbrook guard C.J. McCollum? No. Oh wait, wait, wait! I'm going to take it a step further. Can Malik Monk guard Brandon Ingram?
0: He wouldn't be on Brandon Ingram. LeBron would.
1: No, LeBron would be on Herbert Jones. No, because LeBron doesn't not, like
0: to not, play not. defense. <laughs> 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 yeah, LeBron doesn't like no, to play defense. No, no. Yo, let me Actually, tell no, you something. LeBron
1: has to guard Jackson Hayes.
0: Why would he have to guard Jackson Hayes?
1: Because the the Pelicans' starting lineup is Valanciunas at the five, Hayes at the four, Herbert at the three, Ingram at the two, McCollum at the one.
0: Okay, so, so one, you're gonna have to play big. So they can't. You, okay, so they didn't play small. So I don't know if David. So let's say <laughs> center is playing Valentunas, right? Because LeBron's not gonna play Valentunas. No. Right, so then LeBron either okay he'll play Jackson Hayes. And that's see, awesome. So again, I asked the question: Can Malik Monk guard Jackson <laughs> Ingram. But see, that's crazy because either he guards Jackson Hayes and then gets dumped it, on. No, nah, I wouldn't worry about that too much. He could just box him out. He's just way too much stronger than Jackson Hayes. Yeah, I'll give you that. Um, and that's good for him to rest because he'll need to score. But then you can't put Malik Monk on Brandon. That's your, like you can't put Malik Monk, Avery Bradley, THT, none nah, of them. If they, let me tell you something. If Avery Bradley comes on that court, then I'm, then I'm going to start the Frank Vogel needs to get fired. Stop and don't
1: forget, the Lakers also start Austin Reeves. I don't know who he's going in that matchup. Listen, in order for the Lakers <laughs> to do anything, the Lakers have to start being smart, right? If they feel like San Antonio and Sacramento can't catch and Portland can't catch them into the top 10, you have to start playing in order to match up with the Clippers because I don't think the Clippers are going to go on some run right, and finish Mm -hmm. 7 so they're either going to finish 8 or Mm 9 and the Lakers will either finish 9 or 10 Mm -hmm. and if you're the Lakers you want to face the Clippers you want to face the Clippers you don't want any part of Minnesota you don't want any part of New Orleans but the other problem is the Lakers are going to have to win twice Mm. That's they're gonna with the oldest roster in the league, they're gonna have to win twice and probably be on the road both times,
0: yeah. Uh, and again, we saw LeBron scores 54 Mr. Warriors, but again, and they barely won. No, but not even that, they won, <laughs> they won. But the thing is, his knee flared up right after that game. So, it's, it's definitely a toll for him to exert that much energy, man. And uh, that knee is still giving him a little bit of problems, man. Yeah. And for everybody out there that keeps saying, oh, Tom Brady played until he
1: was 40. Listen, I don't, we don't talk about other sports normally, but I just want to say this. Football 40-something years old at quarterback is not the same as basketball at 37. Right. LeBron has to run up and down. He's dunking. He's doing, like, dude. Yeah,
0: There's five people supposed to protect Tom Brady at all times.
1: Yeah, his body is going to start breaking down more and more every season unless he starts to change his game more. Like, he does take more threes now, which I think is smart. But these playoffs, it's going to have to be Cleveland LeBron if the Lakers want a shot. And I'm all a right, last fan. last thing
0: before we leave this topic. If LeBron can somehow beat the Pelicans and then beat Minnesota, is that a legacy moment?
1: No. Hell no. I <laughs> no, I think it's impressive, man. I think it's super impressive, man. not if is... they get swept by the Suns in the first round.
0: Yeah. Uh, last part on this thing. So, uh, on the Simmons thing before we go into our next topic. So he's going to officially go on his bench. I don't believe it, but I'm. I actually started to believe it because I thought about something. His whole thing for not coming in the bench because it's not a healthy environment, and he can prove it by saying, Hey, look, you saw when I came on that bench, what they did to me. I can't, my mental health, you know, I got through it with my teammates, but I couldn't have that every game. It'll be interesting because they're going to boot a mess out of him. But it's Texas fans are smarter than people realize. So he, listen, they're not going to boo him that much because he ain't playing. They'll boo him when they announce him, and they'll, 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 they'll who will who, chirps, but. I don't think it's going to be as bad as it is when he plays. So ultimately I'm saying is that, um, I think that the arbitration trying to get a little point from this game. So I, I think Sixers fans. might have a, may have a little curveball for Benson. All right. Uh, one last topic before we jump into tonight's games, Victor Oladipo is back. 11 points. And he returned to basketball action versus the Houston Rockets. And, uh, I love Depot. Again, I have—I don't know why I like uh, so many injured players, but Depot is a good player who's had a rough couple of seasons, man. But um, is happy to see that he's back. He looked good, um, recovery and how he feels the next day is actually probably just as important as how he played. Um, but again, if they got Victor Oladipo and if he can give them anything, that's a huge boost, man. Because like I said, the only problem with the Heat is. They have the depth to win a championship, but they're not top-heavy talented. So they could use a guy like him. Go ahead. Absolutely could use a guy like him. And I'll tell you what, Victor Oladipo is coming off the bench in the
1: playoffs with Tyler Hero, it's going to be real hard, real hard to separate any lead that a team may have in Miami, and it's going to be real hard to fight back from any deficit that Miami has you in because those two dudes can put the basketball in the bucket.
0: I agree. Um, Last topic, and then we'll get into tonight's games, I promise. Uh, Greg Popovich finally got well, I think he's been playing the last couple of seasons for. Um, He has got the all-time – wait, I'm going to make sure I got this right. Uh, All-time coaches for wins. Because I kept asking myself, why is he still playing? Um, He said San Antonio played a good stretch of defense down the stretch at home versus the Lakers without um, LeBron James. And the question is, do you see him playing after the season? Probably. Because the thing is, is I felt like Becky Hammond was going to be the next Spurs coach. No, nah, that was never going to happen. All right, well, I'm going to just give you my theory. I thought that she was going to be the next Spurs coach, but I felt like she just said, "You, I can't wait any longer. Like, I got to take a position and opportunity. Um, And now it's like, nobody can't, you can't tell him no. Like, he's, you're never going to find a coach. I mean, because never, but it's going to be very hard to find a coach to win as many games. So, um, how much longer do you think Popovich plays, man? I think Pop,
1: I think pop probably coaches one more year. Okay. Maybe. Um, and then that's it. He's done. All right. I mean, he, he literally was coaching. Listen, uh, Greg Popovich is the LeBron James of coaches. He's going to have all the records. And then, you know, there's some people who are going to lie to themselves and say he's the greatest coach ever. And then people like me are going to say Phil Jackson. So, <laughs> this is it, – it, that's, you know, it's the LeBron Jordan argument. So, good for Greg Pavovich, great career, mm-hmm. one of the greatest coaches of all time.
0: I'm not going to entertain that one. I don't know what more he has to prove. He's nah, got he has a, nothing to prove. Got yeah, a bunch of
1: chips, Coach Team USA. Like, <laughs>
0: All right, let's have the the thing that people will all be waiting for. Do you have the updated list? Of course. Let's go. All right. So, after our
1: last picks – You are sitting at 83 and 68. Okay. And I am sitting at 76 and 75.
0: Okay. All right, so we got one, two, three, four, five, six games on the slate tonight. Um, Let's start at the top. Nets and Hornets. This is a fun game. This is a really big game in the seating that we just talked about. Brooklyn is here about four. Okay, so obviously the Nets have the best two players in this series uh, as far as scores and players. Um, but I feel like the Hornets are a better team, and I also feel like they need this win. I'm going to take the Hornets to cover the four and actually win this game. I'm
1: taking the Hornets to win by five. No, LaMarcus Aldridge. You are not going to put Blake Griffin out on that floor tonight. So, hey, I'm riding with the Hornets, man. Andre yeah. Drummond's getting fouls early, too. Oh, so. yeah,
0: he's not going to. They're going to run him off the floor. They're going to run him off the floor. And they're going to put P.J. Washington on him, so yeah. he has to get every rebound, or P.J. Washington is getting wide-open threes every and, single play. And Brooklyn's
1: lost four in a row, so keep yeah. that in mind, everybody. Uh,
0: Next one, Cleveland and the Pacers. Listen, I think if Kevin Love's starting, then I'm still in on the Cavs because you still got a good player. But if you're still going to come off the bench and you're going to put um, Mobley at center, you're in trouble. So I'm going to actually pivot. And I'm gonna take the Pacers to upset the Cavs and cover this three and win this game. No way in the world will <laughs> I ever pick the Pacers to do anything but lose. I'm going Cleveland. All right. Um, the Suns and Magic. I think this might be a little bit of a trap game. Is Cameron Johnson back? <laughs> no, he's out. Okay. No Jalen Suggs
1: though for Orlando. Ah. Uh...
0: I wanted to do it, yo. I'm gonna do it. Nope, I'm doing it. I'm taking the magic to come within seven points. Six and a half, seven points out of the Suns. Oh, I'm a hundred percent taking the Magic. They're my favorite team right now
1: because they play hard and yo, you don't have Phoenix doesn't have their three best scoring options, man. And this is a one game where DeAndre and will not dominate.
0: Right. Orlando has size. <laughs> um next one. Memphis at Memphis's home versus the Pelicans. <laughs> Memphis has to win by six and a half. Yo, dog. I don't know why Memphis is favored by six and a half. They just lost. Brandon
1: Ingram is questionable.
0: Oh, uh, correct. Okay, so this is gonna have to be a pivot. If Brandon Ingram doesn't play, this record, this game, this is null and void. But I'm gonna assume that he's playing, and I'm gonna pick the Pelicans to cover the seven and win this game.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna take the Pelicans too, man. They're playing too good right now. They got their rotations down. They were playing way too good.
0: Yeah, and they match up super well versus the Grizzlies, man. You, you get oh. Valentine's Revenge game. Oh, bro. and I just want
1: to say something. I feel – I'm proud of Willie Green for doing what he's doing. Yes, but sir. I, do, I actually do feel bad for Stan Van Gundy because this is the second time in his career that he was given trash to coach, then was fired, and then the team all of a sudden – started making actual trades to
0: bring in legitimate NBA players. I'm going to double down on that. Uh I don't ever feel bad for Steven Van Gundy. He's had plenty of opportunities. I'm happy for Willie Green. Uh, yeah. For black coaches in the NBA, and he was put in a tough situation when I was a star player. They got him another guard, and, listen, they play a good brand of basketball, man. They do, man. They're fun to watch. And, again, if they had Zion, to me, they'd be well over yeah. 500. and people, don't forget, they were, they were starting – uh Devonte
1: Graham and Nikhil Walker Alexander at one point this season. Facts, super so. facts.
0: <laughs> All right, uh, Bucks and Thunder. Listen, I want to say this: Shea Shea Gillius Alexander is my favorite player because no matter how much they win or lose by, this guy's going to get his buckets. With that being said, they're one hundred percent winning by half. and a half. I'm I'm taking the Bucks.
1: I'm taking the Thunder. <laughs> No Grayson Allen, which most people are going to be like, he's not. Yeah, yeah, doesn't matter. You know why it matters? Because you're not putting Wesley Matthews out there for 30 minutes. Dog, Giannis
0: will have 50 and 30, man. All right, we'll see. Let's go, Basley. Let's go, Basley. Let's go, Basley. Man, you're going to lose your (laughs) basketball card. Keep talking like that. Warriors and Clippers. Golden State's favorite by six. I've watched the Clippers extensively the last three games. I think they've given all they can give to you. No Covington either. Uh, yeah, which is big because again, he's a free agent. I'm begging the Sixers to bring him back, but uh, <laughs> yo, though, I will trade Tobias Harris for a bag of chips to get him Not if the back. Lakers can get him first, <laughs> nah. Who wants to go to LA and play with toxic LeBron? Um, but back to this, uh, Golden State is definitely winning by six. Um, rotation to getting set, I think Jordan Poole and Steph Curry is going to play together. So, this is what I think is going to happen. I think they're going to try a lineup. I don't know how much minutes it's going to get. Curry, Poole. Clay, Wiggins, Looney. And if the Clippers go small, they'll play uh, either Kaminga at center or Wiggins at center. They, the Clippers should actually stay big. Because if they go small, I feel like the Warriors can run them off the floor. Yeah, they haven't if,
1: really I'm, gone small this season.
0: I know, but sometimes they like to you know, um Tyler likes to pivot and go small, but I don't think he should. I think he should stay big. And keep a center on the floor because if they go small, I think the Warriors will beat them. Warriors have been 14 and 14. Steph heard a little too much chirping. Big steph game tonight. Big, big steph game. Love Golden State by six. What do you think?
1: Uh yeah, Steph kills the Clippers. Um, Zubac kills the Warriors, but Steph shoots threes, Zubach shoots twos. So I like the Warriors to cover. But I do think Zubach will have a nice solid 15 and 10, 17 and 10 kind of game.
0: Yeah. So we'll come back on. Friday, man. I said Thursday, Tuesday. Yeah, we could do a Thursday and then a Sunday and then a Monday. Excuse me. So we'll do a Thursday and then Monday because I'm gonna want to talk about the draft players for the first time. I watched Chip Ingram and I might have to turn my pick a little because <laughs> he's a better athlete than I gave him credit for. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll see, uh, but yeah, uh, we'll talk about that. Any last thoughts before we get out of here? Yes. One piece
1: of good news for all the basketball fans out there. Okay. Dick Vitale, cancer-free.
0: Nice, man. Shout out uh, to Dickie V. Shout out to Dickie V. Uh, basketball junkie, one of the most powerful influential voices in basketball, period. All and right. coached
1: at every level.
0: Yeah, every level. Whether you know that or not, he did, all right? Because <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure people are like, oh, he's just a car. Oh, no, no, he's not. No. You just don't do your research. Oh, head coach um, but at yeah, every we'll, level. Yeah, we'll come back Thursday. Oh, man. So, the Nets and Warriors, Nets and Sixers play Thursday, and the Nuggets and Warriors play Friday. Uh, we might have to do a Friday. pod. All right. So I'll let you guys know, but we might have to switch the Thursday pod to Friday pod because I kind of want to get some reaction off of that. Sixers, Nets, Warriors, Nuggets. Okay. Uh, yeah. So we'll, let's, let's move that to Friday. Uh, I'll be in New York on Friday, but I'll still listen. As long as I got my phone, I can pie. Uh You got your uh, thing out. So we're going to wrap it up here. Keep this pod under 45 minutes. Guys, thank you for all of the support. Like, share, and subscribe. Tell a friend, and tell a friend, and tell a friend. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Know Your Role Player. That's hashtag K N O W Y A R O L E P L A Y R. We'll be back Friday to talk about the recap, everything that happened so far, and things are upcoming. All right, peace.